better be glad Shooting the shit, shooting the shit. My lip is greasy as fuck. Shooting the shit. What's going on, fellas? 21 Savage? Everything good, I can't call it. You know, 21 Savage out here, we are going back and forth with WAC 100. Yeah, this, oh, after man. he had his, had his sit down mm-hmm. uh, with Takashi okay. and uh, DJ Academics. When did Academics become a thing? It was it was on the the, uh, the show that he was on with Joe Biden. Nah, he that's a great point though. But I think that's what made him more of a household name. He he had like a little following before that uh, from Twitter. From what like reviews? He used to, uh, I, I think he used to do like reviews of music, and then he used to also like um, talk about trending topics while he was playing video games and all that. That made his opinion valid. And it, well, I mean, not to me, but that's crazy. But you know, times have changed. You can't discredit that because yeah. a lot of people have come up off of that. But I don't know, man. Some people just always just been the corny guys that always had some shit to say, and that's kind of how he seems to me. But I'm, I'm mad we still are like even bringing up Takashi. I'm tired of seeing. Did y'all, did y'all did y'all listen to any of the interview? No. Only the clips that uh that were posted. I mean, honestly, bro, at this point, I'm not really interested in hearing anything that Takashi has to say because he's he's still really dragging this shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he's making a, a mockery of this shit. Like it's a it's a big fucking joke, and that he's he's staying with that. So I really don't have, give a fuck about anything he has to say. I, I ain't gonna front. I listened to it, and I only listened to it because of when when Jim got thrown into it. I had no interest to listen to it, but then seeing him and Wack now play this whole tag team shit made me like, yo, I wanna I wanna know what really was said in that room then. And for the most part, I feel like it's is what we thought it was gonna be. This is a, a potential business uh, venture for both of them, and they they carrying it now into. That whole uh, what's that little chat shit called now? Um, um, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah, they dragging it into that. That's what led to Twenty One Savage being in it. Um, oh, all right, they was going at it. Well, the the reason that now, nah, but so Takashi, yo, Takashi's a master manipulator, bro. Because, and like I said, I wanted to hear the interview because I just wanted to know like. What was he going to be will- really willing to say, or, or or what was he going to try to? How he was going to try to spin shit if Wack asked him certain questions because of that whole Jim Jones situation? Because mm-hmm. in the interview, Jim didn't come up, mm-hmm. so obviously they waited to to bring it up. And and Jim came up briefly, I should say. He didn't. It wasn't like he was like something that they really talked about. It just came up briefly. But the whole Twenty One Savage beef, right? And this is where Wack to me came across corny in that whole situation. Takashi tried to say, yo, I was in the club with 21 Savage yesterday, as if they was chilling. Mm-hmm. And then Wack was like, y'all was in the club, like, hanging out. He was like, well, you know, we was in the, in the section or whatever, but he claimed to have an issue with me. He ain't approached me. He ain't stepped to me. And to me, that's what Wack was supposed to be like, yo, bro, if he minding his business in the club, it ain't his job to come approach you. It ain't his job to walk across the club and now create an issue. Because especially if, if, if 21 was there on some business shit, what he's supposed to do? Drop what I'm doing to go address you because I don't like you, my nigga? Yeah. Like, I'll see you when I see you. Mm-hmm. But Wack, Wack carried it like, well, yeah, if a nigga call you a snitch, when he see you, it's supposed to be on site. But didn't Wack call Takashi a snitch? Right. And that's my point. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, I'm confused. It's a look, man. A and look. then now... now Somehow, Wack has come up with this idea that Takashi was a civilian and all this. I, I'm I'm still waiting for that explanation because how how you a civilian when you was running with the gang, you was calling hits, right? You was you was doing all the gang activity, but then when you felt things got too hot, you didn't want to do it no more. So now you're a civilian. Yeah. Damn it, Takashi. 
Cut it out, it, buddy. I mean, it doesn't really work like that, but he wanted to be a suburban dude. Wanted to live off the work that members of non-trade was putting in to build up his game, and then he let that go to his head to where he really felt like he was the original Jamaican Gandata. You think you think that'll be like a? That's gonna be like a huge history. That's gonna be up there with like Milli Vanilli, Takashi, like in those Yo. music. He's gonna be up there. He is. Because we're still talking about him. That's gonna be like when you have a. A uh, 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 history of hip hop He's gonna be in there Yeah Just because of How You know Big hip hop is In connection with The street mm-hmm. You know what I mean and, and how How Rats are looked upon In our community And in, in the hip hop community How people Look at somebody Who's a rat mm-hmm. Like It's so it's, it Like it, You know When you talk about Cancel culture yeah. In hip hop, if, if 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 you're a rat, it should be like cancel culture, like you canceled out of hip hop. And that's how that's how it should go. Soldier Boy list. Yeah, Soldier Boy list. Should have been yeah, but it, the the shit about the, the one thing I will say that I mean, Wack had a couple good points. I ain't gonna front. I'm not gonna say he was sitting there kissing Takashi's ass. He wasn't kissing his ass. But the one thing he said that was so true, bro. And we talked about it when it came to non Trey and all. Of them. We know Takashi was supposed to be the bag and they were supposed to protect the bag at all costs. Whatever situation, whatever dynamic Takashi had with them, them niggas got so obsessed with the bag and, and what they was able to get off Takashi that they didn't keep shit in his proper perspective, bro. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be somebody who was supposed to grab Takashi by the neck and be like, motherfucker, you perform, you're the entertainer, you keep bringing money back and in turn, we'll keep you safe, but we never allow those lines to blur. We ain't never gonna allow you to come this way and vice versa. We ain't never gonna overextend ourselves to the point where everybody knows who we are. You know what I'm saying? Shoddy, Shoddy was on the run, bro. So what you doing in front of the camera? Like you was you was trying to avoid police, but yet you doing interviews and you in front of the camera. Yeah. What part of the game is that, bro? That's the new game. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause how the fuck you was on the run from the law? And you doing interviews, you calling yourself the new Suge Knight. Like, you don't think the feds is paying attention? Every was, fucking video y'all do, y'all got 100 red rags in them. It was on, on uh, Love and Hip Hop. Right. What did you... What, like, <laughs> they different, yo. They like, yo, if I'm going out, I'm going out in a blaze of fucking glory. Nah, and then, like, the, the, but to my point to what uh, Wax said, which is true, he was like, yo, they wasn't no get money niggas. They were street niggas, so they didn't know how to act when they got some money. Because yeah. get money niggas would have like, yo, I have no problem playing a background. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a bag regardless. So I don't need the attention. Yeah. But for these cats, this they is don't their want first the attention time. either. Right. I don't, exactly. Takashi ain't the first rapper to have real street niggas with him. Yeah. But he like he's he's the probably the first one that we're gonna probably say that really wasn't about that shit. And they like that was like artist development. That but was art, that was his artist development as much as he did. Yeah, that was the artist development right there. Like the, the blood, you know, non trade. They they develop him to who they wanted him to be. You know, to a certain extent, like that shit is smart. Yeah, but you, but what, what, what also comes with that is what you allow him to be around while he's he's under your umbrella. Yeah, absolutely. But we already just said that. This, I don't want to sound like the old head, but they a little different. Yeah, I mean they, they definitely dropped the ball on that one because I mean you had a gold mine mm-hmm. in reality you had a gold mine and all you had to do was keep keep him separate from whatever y'all was doing and stop him from doing foolish shit like calling hits on the phone while it's being recorded with a camera. But in in, in general, like just creating beefs, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. That you, who somebody in that crew was supposed to be like, yo, look. You go out here, you can talk as tough as you want on the records. But that's where it stopped, bro. Because you never going to put in work. We not expecting you to put in no work. And at the same time, why the fuck would we want to create drama when we able to make all this money? Like, when you really think about... When you really... No matter how you feel about the kid, he was hotter than a motherfucker yeah. for about a year and a half, bro. Yeah. Right? You couldn't turn on the radio. You couldn't turn on the TV without his face popping up at some point. Eight number ones in a row. Right. Why the fuck 
are you why as a crew why y'all more concerned with the beefs than the money And if you shoddy, like I said, you shoddy and I'm just like, yo, we know what the street shit bring. Why the fuck do we want to have to worry about looking over our shoulder every city we go to because we allowing him to be so fucking reckless? Because the wild boys lit too. Because they wanted the camera. They love the attention, bro. Yeah. They love it. They love that shit just as much as he loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm I'm just here for the photographs for, for Instagram. Like if you right. that type of motherfucker, like you don't like you don't really gotta be known, but you on IG and you and every other picture with fucking Takashi, bro, you lit. Yeah, there was, there was, there was much. And then like again, you allowing somebody to run around telling grown men, biting grown men to his penis, and you allowing that this to happen, you? and it does because you you're not checking him on that. Because like, we we from an era we know what that mean, bro. Yeah. We from a different era. You know what I'm saying? Like we grew up in an era like you say that to somebody, you you probably getting shot, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot you in your pinky toe. Nah, it's gonna be worse than that. <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna be no ain't gonna be no leg shots. Cause like I said, that's that's a different level of disrespect. They they fucked yeah. that up. They fucked that whole shit up and now whack gonna try to capitalize on it. But I already see it coming. You're going to try to get to the bag off of this situation. That's so weird, man. The, the dumb shit that people are willing to do that they don't, like, really care about. They don't have any integrity or anything like that. Like, they'll do anything for a fucking buck, man. That's Check nasty, involved. man. Yeah, they're going to do it. Check involved, they they doing it. I don't like that. That's nasty. Like, what? Ugh. Blah, blah. That's, where, that's where we at with it. Don't trust these niggas. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Nick Cannon out here shooting the club up thugs. Mm-hmm. He said that y'all trying to hold the black man back, and he said that having um only one woman is Eurocentric and archaic. That's what he has said. I mean, are we judging him on his opinion? That's how he but feels. but some people feel like you should have one woman. Myself personally, I, I'm not trying to handle a bunch of personalities. Yeah, but so you got think, right? I applaud you if you can deal with that. Even in like in, in Africa, like they have multiple lives. Okay. Then in different like Muslim religions. So, so you're with it, basically. Well, if you had the opportunity, you would. You I would. mean, if I yeah, if I, I wouldn't I wouldn't stray away from it, but. <laughs> Eric, you him? I wouldn't stray away from it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it should be whatever you can handle to yeah. each his own. That's what I'm saying. If, that, if that's a situation that's presented to you, as long as you can afford that situation, mm. I say go all in, balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. Balls, balls. But yes. All right. Um, I mean, monogamy is a man-made creation, right? When we mm. read about olden times, uh, prior generations, we always hear about men having multiple wives and a lot of religions still practice that to this day yeah do they have different wives for different things is that what it is i don't know what they have them for but they just have multiple wives like you there's no way like you, all those fucking personalities like you gotta be like all right cool so today i'm gonna hang out with so-and-so because she be chilling she mad fun tomorrow i'm gonna go hang out with so-and-so because she gonna keep me focused like <laughs> Man, I'm sure there's it might be though I'm gonna hang out with so and so because she be doing the thing I like. Well, you it might be because, right? You like you might. I always say this, bro. Like, you could love something about somebody and love something completely different in another individual. Yeah. So, you could be a man that has a wife who, who like, let's say if you have multiple wives and one of them is like super organized, she makes sure everything's to the T, goes the way it needs to go. You know, if you have a business, she could run that business for you, but. She may not be uh, hypersexual, right? So that uh-huh. she don't, she ain't really turned on by that. that. She turned on by the business because that definitely is this, yeah. right? And then, and then you could have a girl who who satisfies all your physical needs, but maybe she's not savvy enough to control the business. So this might be the woman who take care of the bedroom. Um, she could cook like a motherfucker. She make you laugh, but she don't feel that other need for you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Who knows? But at the end of the day, like I said, we too quick to man. Whatever if if. That's how he want to live, and them women is cool with it. So be it. Like, why are we trying to why are we trying to pigeonhole every relationship to be you know what we want it to be? That's I feel like that's one of those that's a another like one of those laws they made uh, you know a long time ago. Like, 
with oh a turtle can't cross the road in this city. You know what I mean? Like they got a lot of old ass dumb ass laws and shit. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, so you said so people should feel free to marry how many they can handle. Yeah, as long as I agree can, with that. As long as you can afford it, like do you? And if everybody in the situation is is comfortable with that, and that's how they you know want to rock too. Then y'all consent to get those. Do what the fuck you want to do. We, we gotta stop minding motherfuckers' business. Why is that? Why do what? Mind your motherfucking, mind your business. Drink it's your lo- water. It's, it's a lost art. <coughs> mind your motherfucking business. You know, watch some summer league basketball because that's on. We got some sports coming up. Uh, football season. My Cowboys is on Hard Knocks. Y'all I gotta already, check that out. Y'all already lost on. Hey man, hey man, it's the preseason, man. I'm just saying. Hey lost. man, I'm hey just, man. I'm just putting it out there. Y'all already hey, lost. Hey man, I was watching uh, Varnell Hill, but hey man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, football's back, man. What's going on, guys? How we feeling? I'm excited. Football should be great. You got your quarterback coming back. Trip got his running back coming back. Mm-hmm. Man, I heard good news today about my coach. They say Carson Wentz might be ready for week two. Um, mm. he's been shaky, man. How you feeling about him, man? I mean, I'm about as confident as I can be at this point. I mean, we ain't got many other options, right? We're about three weeks away from the start of the season. Sound you like gotta me. go with what you got. Sound uh, like me, Andy Dalton. All right. Facts. <laughs> you know, well, I hope he does well, man. Because, and, and then it was crazy because when he got hurt, they was talking about uh, bringing in foes. And it's like, come on, man. Why would you do that? That's the media I mean, trying to sell newspapers. Yeah. Trying it's to sell what? Newspapers. Selling them newspapers. <laughs> Young the punks. papers. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's a business, bro. That's what you got to do. I mean, I, I didn't want it. Trip and I talked about that. Like, I, that's not who I want. But yeah. if they do it, I mean, okay. ain't, ain't, no, ain't no fan out here trying to hit no excuses for their football team. You want your nah. team to win at all costs. You don't yeah. care who they got to go I'm realistic, with, so. though. I've been a Cowboys fan for a long time. I'm realistic. I, I, like if they lose, like it, between the fact that I'm I'm realistic and I played the sport, I'll in my mind I'll break down why they lost the game and I'll be fine with it. <laughs> but you still want them to do everything they can to win. Absolutely, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You could be realistic about why they lost, but you know going into the season you want your team to do everything they can to win. Yeah, yeah. You know they play certain people certain weeks. I know our, our secondary has been kind of sus for a while, so anytime we play Julio, I'll be kind of I'll be scared. <laughs> I'll be scared I ain't gonna hold you But then I might Fuck around Have him on fantasy So it'll be like Whatever We in the league Again this year I gotta yeah. I gotta re-download My Yahoo man My Yahoo been fucked up well, I haven't had together. Yahoo In a while The draft is next month So get your shit together We got some time Yeah but my, Your ass will wait Till the last fucking minute Then it'll be draft Be tomorrow You'll be like Oh I got some time still Nah I'm gonna do that day. shit Alright you, you guys fuck with Any paid leagues Somebody wanted me To do one It's like a hundred dollars Thinking about it. Okay. Eric, what about you? I'd, I'd do it. I mean, I would have to just truly focus on, you know, because now the, the money's involved. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah that's that's one of them, like, all week you're doing research, you 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 checking, you know, the waiver wire and everything. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd do it, but it just requires a certain level of commitment. Yeah. But in terms of the real fans, real talk, I'm looking forward to it. Now, you know, there's a trophy involved now. Mm-hmm. Uh Trip has been dancing with that trophy for a few months now, <laughs> right? so we looking forward to the season. He put it right next to the Rifty and shit. Yeah, Rifty and and the uh, B Free Award. He got all three of them lined up together. <laughs> I told him I'm gonna knock it over. See you, some haters, son. Stop hating on the guy, man. Let me Keep live, that bro. shit in your bag. Keep it in your bag. <laughs> Keep it over there in the floor in the corner. <laughs> I'm gonna get my my next trophy too this year. I'm, I'm going. I'm going for back to back chips. Okay, I hear you. And if I could three peat, I'm gonna do that too. Alright, talk your shit. After that, y'all can have it back. After y'all can have it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. The fuck? How dare we? What we got coming up? What we got? What we got? What we got? Uh Disney World got real crazy. There was a, a kid sex sting kidnapping situation. They happened to find and arrest a bunch of people on some Chris Hansen to catch the predator shit. It was, they was doing yeah, some crazy, crazy shit. They was doing some crazy shit. So basically, people were going there. I don't know if they were taking the kids from the park, but these people were working in the park. And, you know, it, they are terrible fucking people. Yeah, I think uh, I think in total, it was like 20-something people arrested. 
uh, half of them worked at Disney World. It would they like you said it was like a Chris Hansen sting operation, and and crazy part of it like out of the twenty something people, I think three of them were HIV positive, bro. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. How does how does something like that happen? Because they bro, they had like an inside job. They were working in the park. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, who's hiring these people? Like, well, it, I mean, we're doing it's each, it's, yeah, it's, it's if you've never been convicted, like it's it's almost impossible to know if a motherfucker is a predator. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but the like it, it didn't center around Disney World, so I don't want to make it seem like they was just plotting on kids. But obviously, a large portion of the people who were arrested worked there, so Lord knows what they was plotting on, what they was doing, why they was there. You know, I, it, it just shows you how sick this fucking world is, man. And then to think, um, how long like, had they been doing it though? Was- what this, the whole the whole thing, the investigation went on for like six months. Mm-hmm. So they was they was following, they was paying attention. Then they set up decoys online. That's how they that's how they ended up catching them through the decoys. You know, they had the decoys play it off. I think one of the yeah yeah. I think one of the um one of the Disney World employees was trying to get like a fourteen year old girl to have a threesome with with him and his wife. So his wife knew about it. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, I seen like two stories. I ain't see all this. I, I think one of them was was saying uh, they worked it, and another one was like that. Some of the guys was like military veterans and shit. Not damn. Yeah, one. Of, I, I don't know if the military vet worked there, but it was a military vet involved as well. Um, like a nurse, some shit. Like like they yeah, that shit is, is is crazy, my nigga. Like it's, it's a sick fucking world, man. And like yeah. to, to, to think that even some of them were HIV positive. Like man, thank That's God crazy. they didn't get to no kids for real, man. Because wow. Nah, that's that's. It's, a, it's people doing I don't know man I feel like I lived in the fantasy world for so long So now as I get older and I keep hearing these fucking stories It's like yo you have to believe that this is how the world is man The world is fucked up People really don't care about other people Like yeah. that you're willing to take somebody else's child And like put them through that torture man Like you shouldn't be exposing kids to shit like that Kids, kids should be able to fucking go to Disney World land and fucking enjoy themselves. They not. They shouldn't have to worry about a motherfucking grabbing me and making me do some bullshit. Like people are fucking crazy, man. People yeah, are fucking man. nuts, man. Leave the kids alone, man. They ain't bother you, man. Your man Dennis Schroeder was popping with. Motherfuckers are sick, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of sick fuckers in this world, and that, that's just unacceptable, man. You're supposed to teach these kids, you know what I'm saying? Lead these kids and show them something better and. Y'all here doing this type of bullshit? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Well, we know not to be like that. What's up with Dennis Schroeder, man? Um, turned that money down. He fumbled the bag. Brev turned the money down and Brev. He fumbled, he fumbled, he fumbled the bag. Plain and yeah. simple. Um, which, I mean, as kind of bittersweet as it is, I, I like the team <laughs> the way it is right now. So I, when, when, he, when he turned it down... From the jump, I was okay with it, um, but he was. Ju- I, I just think he was jumping out the window trying to get 150, 100 to 150 million dollars, and it's like, but bro, like your your resume doesn't really call for that because there's no like maybe if you had got, if he had got the six man when it was like a tight race hmm. between Trez and. Um, and uh, and Lou Will and, mm. and him, it was like a, a tight, a close three way race for six man of the year. If he had got it, maybe, but like it's not like you came into this season averaging twenty two and eight. Yeah, he, he, he didn't play that well. And then in the playoffs, you got to think the last impression that teams got of you is you stinking it up for the Lakers in the playoffs. Yeah. So you know missing what I'm saying? Players, what did so you, you think was gonna happen? Yep, missing players, so you know you had to step up. Yeah, and now you barely making a third of what you would have made had you took that $84 million deal, and you're going to Boston, right? So you're going to be the third option, maybe even fourth option on that team because they got Al Harrington back. So you're not— Al Horford. Excuse me, Al Horford back. I'm like, who? Yeah, so how are you going (laughs) to really prove yourself that you're worth that big contract that you want? When you're the fourth man in in in, in the pecking order, well, he he'll probably be the third man. I mean, Al Horford's a little older, 
so he'll he'll probably be the third man but i mean it was a it was a gamble that didn't pay off really man i mean i don't i'm gonna I'm a say this i'm only reason i don't blame him too much is because when he turned on the extension at that time the lakers were fairly healthy the lakers were expected to still win it all and in his mind he probably viewed it like look if i help this team win and then we hit the free agent market which is very thin because it wasn't too many big name free agents. He thought somebody's going to try to throw me the bag, you know, for for being a part of the team that won it all. Better unfortunately, yeah, but he unfortunately, <laughs> they they got bumped in the first round. He didn't play well, and so they and then obviously the Lakers ain't going to circle back and offer you that again. <laughs> no. So, yeah, you know, I, I, only reason more. I can't be too, but I'm gonna say this: I can't be too mad at him because it's no different than what Joe Flacco did. Because okay. when Joe Flacco was about to be a free agent and they won the Super Bowl. If the Ravens didn't win the Super Bowl, Joe Flacco was not getting no big contract. That's a fact. Yeah. Right? That's a whole fact. Joe Flacco gambled on himself. Joe Flacco gambled and was like, yo, if this work out, I'm going to get a big payday. If it didn't work out, Joe Flacco would have been out of football like four years ago. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Schroeder, Schroeder looked at it like, yo, we expected to win and we can't front like we didn't still think they was going to win it. We yeah, even up until going into the playoffs, we thought... Down. Up until, up until Anthony Davis yeah. went down, it was oh the Lakers are are about to go back to the finals and possibly win again. Right. So and and the same thing like Chris Paul gambled on himself by opting out, but he only did it because he knew we went to the finals. So now they got to give me the bag. Yeah. If the if the Suns got bumped in the first round, ain't no way Chris Paul is going to turn down forty million this year and not opt out to be a free agent. Yeah. So that's why I'm not going to be too hard on, on Dennis Schroeder. It's a gamble, bro. A lot of athletes do it. It just didn't work out for him. Mm-hmm. But now he better ball out in Boston. He yeah. better ball out because if not, he's going to be in China real soon. Oh. So if you only if you if you only got five point nine. And you have a mediocre year? Nah. About to be with Jimmy for that. Yeah. But anyways. If, if he don't ball out this year, he better be calling Steph Marbury and like, yo, Steph, you still got a place over there I can rent from you? Yo. You got, you got a little spot I can rent from you? Yo, he the man out there, right? They love him out there. They yeah. got a statue yeah. of him and shit. They got two statues of him. So you think they equate all black people to Steph Marbury out there? Come on, I mean, he's like the he's like the the the, the elite. They got a statue of him, man. They got a black man out there. Yeah, they got once again. They got more than one statue. So you got to know your stuff on my race stats and shit. What you gonna say? Yeah. And they made a play about him. See? Yeah, that's crazy. You gonna go see the play? I mean, if I'm in uh, China, I might stop by. <laughs> if I'm in China, <laughs> I might stop by. <laughs> I'm saying like you ain't gonna, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I'm not gonna Google it and try to watch it online and streaming and shit. Okay. I'm just asking. You know. That's where he might be at. So you're not you're not you're not gonna stream the play. You can't get a you can't get a bootleg copy of it. Yo, that used to be the thing though. Remember back in the day with the bootleg tapes and motherfuckers used to stand up and people used to really get mad and yell and we still watch the movie. Yeah. Why was our life like that? Different time, man. Different time. Now there's a fire stick. Yes. Yeah. And every fucking website that pops up every two months a new one pops up. You can watch all the stuff on. Oh, that's crazy. We used to really watch the movie with people in the movie. <laughs> you see the shit they doing in the front? This motherfucker done spilled something, so they trying to stand up. And they blocking yeah. <laughs> They blocking some important shit you trying to see on the screen. But you saw it early, though, so it don't matter. And your mom brought it from work because you know she's always had that friend that used to sell the movies. Yeah. Oh man, my mom just stayed right home. Like Jesus. Yeah. Don't mix up that case. They went in. Don't mix yeah. up the case. Some of them be good though. Some of them be good. Some good copies. But sometimes, boy, you catch one that is like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Nah. Yeah. That's the fact. The DVD ever changed everything though, because. The moment things went to DVD and the bootleg DVD, uh-huh. you started hearing movies you had never heard the title of. Uh, but because they had one known actor in there, you had to buy it. Yo, straight to DVD. Yeah. Facts. Those fucking barbershop yeah. movies. Or if yeah. you was dating a chick that was getting her hair braided. Yep. You watching the African movies. It'd be that one act. Every fucking straight to DVD movie had either Nicolas Cage or Ray Liotta in it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Motherfuckers was just buying it just off the name of it up. Like, it's probably good, though. It's probably good. It's probably good. 
I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> that was the word right there. Cause you know your DVD man. He was gonna give. He was gonna give you. You know, five for twenty. Ah, uh, yep. So you had the two you really like. You had like one that you probably bought for like a family member. Like, oh, they've been wanting to see this one. <laughs> and then, like Trip said, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try that one. Yeah. The, the DVDs usually took maybe around two weeks. That's how I seen Leprechaun in the Hood for the first time. Leprechaun in the Hood. That was your first DVD movie, you remember? That wasn't my first one, but it's just obviously Leprechaun in the Hood gonna stand out. Oh, okay. That's first, crazy. first DVD movie we had was uh was that Martin Lawrence during Blue Streak. Uh, okay. When that came out, I don't remember. That was early 2000s, right? That was early 2000s. That shit was like DVD technology was like different, bro. Oh, what if you got the Blu-ray? You was really lit. Like years later, I remember when I was working in PC Witches, and the first Blu-ray player came into the store, and that shit was a thousand dollars. Had to go BBSs on there. Yo, right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was a thousand dollars, and then it didn't make sense after a while because the PS4 came out with the Blu-ray player on it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why would I pay a thousand dollars for a DVD player when I could just get a PS4, save four hundred dollars, and still do the same thing? Yeah. Then I then they started dropping yeah. the prices, but that first one was a thousand dollars, bro. Trip said, "When I seen that shit, it was like a motherfucking spaceship in the hood." <laughs> 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 that should change the game, yo. Yo, we seen a lot of dope ass technology, yo. Like the fact that, yo, kids, yo, we be joking talking about the kids be yelling and shit playing the game. Like before, back in the day, you had to dare go to your friend's house and don't let you get in trouble because your mother was not letting you go. Yep. Like you, you used to dead tell your friend like, yo, call my house at six fifteen and tell, ask my mother, can I, can I come outside? Word. Because <laughs> they be they be they be it be hard for them to turn down other kids. No, my mother didn't care. Shit. Nah, my mom should feel bad. Should feel bad if somebody called. Like, alright, go ahead. Nah, my mother be like, nah, he can't come outside. And I told you, stop telling your friends to come to that. <laughs> Close that window in your room. <laughs> Sound like my mom right there too. <laughs> yo, them Gemini's, yo. <laughs> my mom didn't give a fuck who asked. If, if it was no, it was no. Yeah. It don't matter. And she knew I was gonna try to finesse. And if my friend lived too far, I was like, who bringing you back? Cause yeah. I'm not going to get you. <laughs> yeah. When they was when they was through with you, they was through with you. They went ahead. My mom, my, my mom' favorite line be like, "Pick one. Either I'm taking you, and you are gonna find a way back, or they are gonna come get you, and I go get you. But I'm not taking a drive both ways. So one or the other." You yeah, fuck. I remember that. So, you fuck. There was a lot of times I was walking out in that heat, boy. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna walk there, and then I call you to pick me up. <laughs> Work. You want to get home? Fuck yeah. That yeah. Right. I'm not walking back home. So I, I'll walk there. And I'll just call you to pick me up. You done sweated like a motherfucker before you even got there. You trying to go play basketball, you don't care. Right. <laughs> you been dribbling and shit. <laughs> I remember that's how I, almost, I got attacked by a German Shepherd one time walking and shit. Motherfucking German Shepherd tried to jump out the back of a pickup truck, yo. To this day, thank God the owner had him tied. Stupid ass dog jumped out the back of the truck and the, and the back tire ran over his leg. Oh. And the owner was... Yo, the owner was so mad at the dog, yo. I ain't gonna front, yo. My fucking, like, you know when you get so scared, your heart going your ass balls? Yes. Son, I kid, the German Shepherd jumped out, and I was like in an open space. I was like, yo, I'm done. I tried, I started boogieing like as fast as I could, and then I heard the dog like yell out real loud. When I turned around, the owner had stopped the car. He was slapping the shit out this dog. Like, oh, really? stupid motherfucker. <laughs> yo. Yeah. That sounds crazy, bro. I was shook, son. Yo, he I was, was out. Shook. He wasn't looking back. Nah, I as soon as I saw him, like, cause I was walking this way and the car was coming this way. And the when the dog turned his head, I don't know if, if like the dog just thought like, oh, it's playtime, whatever. Like when the dog turned his head, I already got shook. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? He snapped his head around so quick. When I saw him like lunge up, I tried to boogie. Like down this block, I was like, and then all I heard was the dog yell out. I like, he screamed, I should say, because I guess the back tire caught his leg. And when I look back, you know, the, the dog's like limping around. The, do- the dude got out the car, he started slapping the dog. I'm like, oh my god, thank God he had the dog tied up. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, my heart was in my ass just now. <laughs> Shit, son. Like I was scared I was for like, the dog and for you. Like, what's yeah, going I on? I was like, yo, like the dog, like hurt. Oh man, that shit's crazy, man. That's just crazy. 
And, and mind you, maybe the dog just wanted to play, but still, that nah, dog jump bro. out of the car. You don't think he want to play? No, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're not playing with me, buddy boy. I don't play with no big ass animals. This is my animal. Yo, whoa, what? <laughs> whoa. whoa, brother, whoa, brother. <laughs> whoa. Yo, did y'all see that fucking, um, it was a video of some people that was in the elevator and that shit was, and it was water and that shit went up to their neck. Like you stuck in the elevator and the water go, and there's water that's coming in and it's, and it's going to your neck, bro. You can kiss your ass. <laughs> Yo, that's some scary D-block, 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 D-block. <laughs> yeah. Son, I mean, they, luckily they got out, but like somebody was recording that shit. Like, I guess they was like, yo, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, that shit went up to their neck and they were stuck in the elevator, but that shit had to be scared. I was scared for them. Like, whoa. That's crazy. Whoa, 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 buddy. Yeah, but that's a fucking slow and painful death. What the fuck you gonna do? Yeah. I don't know in that situation. That's that's the um Titanic. Y'all seen Titanic back in the day? Yeah, so yeah. I think Titanic was like the era of like maybe I was in high school and we would like go out with girls and shit. But those movies was mad long. So yeah. we used to fall asleep. Made me mad though, cause that and yeah, my fault. Yeah, all the all the like the any, any minorities had to be all the way at the bottom of the ship. Yeah, but they really never had a chance. What? It's yeah. it's crazy. I watched a documentary about that shit, and of course, those people that was lower, they um they had less money. But in all honesty, women and uh, kids were the ones that actually survived that because they really stuck to that actual um. That rule, yeah. women and kids, and then I guess you know people in the upper class and down or whatever. But mostly the women and kids were the ones that that got off of that actual uh, boat. So that maybe that was somewhat honorable, you know. Maybe that little love story did happen, but that movie I was falling asleep on. I, I don't know. I wish we had a little bit better movies when we was going out. You know, <laughs> we, we had start- some good ones. I'm about. I, I'm about. I took a shorter to see Belly on date night. That was a good movie. Okay. Okay. Did you take it down after that? Because that's a very yo. That's the movie you put on. Just a uh, movie there. Because yeah, I was when Belly came out, I was like sixteen. So yeah, it, it was them type of vibes. Mm. I was able to stay out to like about midnight, so it was a good night. Okay, that's when you got to see how she react to the things that's going on in the movie. Yeah, how she gonna react? Yes, yeah, well, I mean it was. It was my first time. Well, I mean, every I remember all of us from high school. That was like our first time seeing Belly because I had. Mind you, remember I was in Germany, so mm. it was only a couple nights a week that you could actually see it. Okay. So we got lucky enough to get tickets on a Friday night. The line was crazy. Um, by the time I got to my seat, it's already that opening scene. I had missed all the previews. Mm. I figured, yeah, young bucks, y'all don't know previews is a big part of going to the movies too. Remember, you wanted to see the previews, and then you would analyze like, "Yo, that look good, right? We gonna come back and see that." Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> when that come out, remember that. Yeah, write when that, that down. Come out, Back then, right? That used to be a vibe too. Yeah. When you tell your people you went to the movies, they'd be like, yo, what preview? What's about to come out? Yep. <laughs> now, Cash is going to YouTube and see it. Yeah. Wow. That's the technology. Oh, you went to the little cheap movie theater to try to get freaky? What, you went to 161? <laughs> By yeah. Yankee Stadium? That's where they go get freaky at. There, or, or uh, <laughs> the White Stone, because the White Stone used to be able to sneak into different joints. The oh, White Stone has such a bad Stone. setup. Jeez, yo. You gotta, and then you gotta go. You know those times where you, you go to one movie, go to another movie, and shit. You chill out for a while. Yeah. You know that's that, always that a was plus. the White Stone. Okay. They only they only that's took the your ticket when you first walked in, and then after you walked past the Usher, all the theaters would be lined up, so you could jump from different theaters. And if you roll with a bunch of people, that's exactly what y'all did. Mm. Movie hop. That was a wave, man. That was some nice, innocent fun. You know, you want to you want a little little day out with a little joint. You know, you want to go movie hop. Yeah. But I mean, shorty's down. She gotta be a ride or die chick though. You can't take a bougie chick to sneak in there to, to, to theater. Yo. They ain't doing that shit no more. Nah, not now. Cause everything. That ain't is... even a, they don't even consider that a date now. <laughs> oh, nigga, what? Yeah, that's not no date. Yo, little kids be wanting crab legs. <laughs> Fuck you mean They had Red Lobster Order an ultimate feast And shit Word like, no. like Make sure you get the butter Like <laughs> Like shit different you know Word like 
we need we need to get like one teenager on the show to ask like what the fuck y'all do for fun now besides be on social media yeah and send people TikToks that's not on TikTok they watch um people play video games on YouTube right or watch other people play video games. That's what they do. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I want to know, like, because y'all not y'all not conversing in public. Like, are y'all even trying to link with the shorties? What are y'all doing? Nah, they're, trying to, they're not even trying to face Wasting time. time. What you doing? Wasting time. <laughs> Anthony's Yo, we ain't how frustrated with you. You should be fucking. That's how you say it. That's how you say it. You should be fucking. <laughs> Anthony frustrated with this generation. What? Why you ain't fucking? Wasting time. Why you wasting time? Why you not fucking? <laughs> Better cover that thing up now. <laughs> <laughs> Out here fucking. Oh my gosh. What the Lakers looking like for the they 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 I think they're gonna be decent, man. Yeah, they should I mean they should be able to get back to the finals. Giannis got one, that was cool this shit. So this is like the Clyde Drexler year. Yeah. Damn, that's why he got one now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you can't say shit. Kyle got that contract too. Absolutely. I'm glad he got got the fuck up out of there, man. Well, Kyle Lowry, the difference between him and Schroeder is, you know, he's that NBA champion. Yeah. Multiple time All Star. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you got that type of resume, you can get big money. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. You don't have that type of resume where you can get big money. <laughs> that's why you got the five. That's, yeah, that's the only that's the only difference. I mean. Shit, Chris Paul up until a few months ago ain't had that resume either because he had never been to a finals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's it's different when you can say, "Yo, I was I was there and I was one of the best players on the team." Exactly. That's yeah, he it. might be the best player on that team. Shit. Damn, yo! Shout out to Jay Crowder. Right, plays, you see your man. Even, even your man Caruso got a bag. How the fuck Caruso got a bag? Yo. That's like Della Dover. That's like Della Dover back in the day. He got, he got a ring. Caruso got that shit on the resume in and, and, and yeah. bold font. Yeah. NBA champion. His resume looks better than yours. He got that Della Dover bag at the uh, Cleveland one. And that's what it is. He has a better resume. He got that Mario Chalmers bag. Oh, Mario. <laughs> Y'all see, see me out there, right? Mar- Mario, what's my other guy? What's my other guy? Uh, uh, Norris Cole? Oh, <laughs> Norris Cole. Now, Norris Cole used oh, to God. piss me off. I'm sorry, bro. I cannot stand Norris Cole, son. I'm sorry. Nothing personal. Man. <laughs> what he used to do, yo. <laughs> no, that wasn't personal. It just reminded me, Sean, you know, bro. Like when you play teams that's good and it'd be the bum motherfuckers that always talking shit. But like, bro, you whack. Like, you're, not even, you're not even supposed to be on that team. Right. Yeah, my man went to school for, with the college for four years. That shit is bad when that's looked down on. They're like, you went to school for four years? <laughs> nah, but it'd it be them dudes that. They hit two shots all game and they be chirping and strutting around the court. Like, man, if you yeah. don't sit your bum ass down, bro, Yo. like they would they don't need you to win. You <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you always gotta have those good ass support players though. Those 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 players that come in, they they keep the team going, they chippy. You know, he was a Giannis hometown brother, guy. The best too. one at that. Huh? Giannis brother. He the best Yo, one. Yo, the Nashes. Fuck it, I, t- I told y'all this all the time. Like he was the same way when he was in the fucking G League, man. That's why I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I can't, I can't be anything but happy for him. Remember he was in the dunk contest they had at the Barclays Center uh, that year because he, he actually got hops. Uh-huh. He didn't win it, but he got he got some hops. He's like that athletic guy that you like go out there and play. Yep, chase somebody around on defense <laughs> and on offense. Try to get to the basket if you can. Right, work on a little shot. Make this shit simple as possible for you. Go, go run around and use your six fouls. Yeah. Run around. Use your six fouls. Go Yo, use your six. Remember those guys that used to come in the games just to foul people? Yeah. They can come in the game and be like, ah, oh, here you go with this bullshit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, those, those are the dudes that normally they start the fight because you get aggravated fucking around with them all game. <laughs> now here he come. Yeah. He done picked up three fouls in two minutes and shit. Like, yo, what are you doing? He, he got you from the fucking like, from the other three point line and shit. Hey. <laughs> dudes that be trying to guard you all crazy. Yo, what the fuck you doing? Yo, calm down, calm down. He trying to fucking try these new moves and it's shit. It's just scrimmage, nigga. It's practice, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> nigga out there trying to get some tape. He just trying to get some tape and shit. I guess. Study the fucking game tape. Fuck out of here. Yo, wait. 
<laughs> yeah, they be like that though. <laughs> like cut it out, bro. Yeah, well, cut it out. Didn't, didn't piss you off? No, it'd be funny when like coach got you on. You're like, yo, stop being an asshole. I, I never forget on, on our team in, in Germany. Shout out to all my people out there in Hanau. We had this kid Emmanuel that was like that, and never failed, bro. It'd be like at the end of practice, coach put him in because we running a, a specific drill, and he wanted dudes that. The ball ain't even inbound yet. He want to be all in your chest. Be like, yo, chill the fuck out, bro. <laughs> like, it's it's the last 10 minutes of practice. We just running a drill. You you literally just a body out here right now. Mm. That's all you are, just a body. That should be. He just getting some reps just in case. You never know. You don't want him to look crazy out there when his parents come see him and shit. Yeah, he out there doing his best Mark Madsen impersonation <laughs> shit. Running around all wild, no purpose, just running around and shit. Just be ready to go. He be too, he be too, his legs be too fresh just for the game. Like, damn, yeah. you ain't, you don't even know what to do. Like, you just running the fuck around. Like, like damn. You in the locker room, you putting headbands and shit on. You not about to play, bro. Nothing. Just chill. Flato. Chill. Let, you let got, yo, you got your warm up, you got your warm up on. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you gonna get in that layup line and clap hard a couple times. Chill, you gonna, fly, you gonna do some fly shit. They gonna be like, oh, see, that's why coach gotta let me play. Right. <laughs> you only only time you play is if we up thirty or down thirty. That's the <laughs> only time you get in there, bro. Nigga, you the ain't got to worry about nothing. The crowd gotta put you in the game and shit. Facts. <laughs> yeah, put him in. Yeah, he the dude that as soon as somebody going to the game, he want to start moving closer to the coach and shit. If you get up out your seat, he moving closer. Yeah, we slide, move yeah. over, bro, we move over. Right on you. <laughs> by halftime, he two seats. He two seats from the assistant coach by halftime. Yo, come on, son. Move down. You Clapping already mad hard. <laughs> yeah, you already know. You got to be supportive, right? He giving everybody depth coming out the game. Yeah. Every time coach look down the bench, he got to look at him first. Yeah, he leaning over crazy in his chair. You, you need me, coach? No. No, I'm good. Yes. Not, not right now. Not right now. Not right it's now. About, it's about five more guards in the rotation. Oh, That's what I'm before you. Right? Not even. <laughs> and we had a freshman guard that was nice that was playing over him. You stop. The freshman, he pull him in. Come on. Come on. Oh. Some, come on, little ant. Get some burn real quick. All right. Yo, how'd like that, I said. How'd that work? Because, like, down in Georgia. If you play on um like JV, you may be nice. You play varsity, you can play six quarters in a, in a week. So like I used to do that with football sometimes. Where I would go down like if. So one day I got, I was at practice and they fucked around and I was throwing the football and they was like, oh you can throw. I was like yeah. So I ended up being like third string and shit one time. So I went and played JV football <laughs> and got my shit rocked. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, we had yeah we had the, we had a JV and varsity of course. Um, when they did final cuts, like, I think we were only allowed two JV players who could come up to varsity and they wasn't allowed to come up until it got to tournament time. Okay. So, uh, for example, like just to use dates as an example, if the season started in like October, we would have a preseason tournament late September. So you were allowed to carry two JV players with the varsity team for any tournaments and then the end of the season tournament. But during the regular season, they had to play whatever they was listed as. So if you made the JV team, you had to play on the JV. I think we had like, our JV team mainly was freshmen, but we had like one junior that wasn't that good that played down there with them. And then the two freshmen, uh, my boy Benny, who was like, at that time, bro, he was like a freshman. He was already like 6'4". Mm. So he was, of course, on the varsity team. And then we had this point guard that was nice, this kid, Lil Anthony. But he was nice, but obviously he was a freshman. So, you know, he had to kind of pay his dues before he could get the playing time over everybody else. Mm. But they was the two that used to come up. Okay. I'm always always interested in that because those things change or whatever. And, and, and was it much like my school where uh, the guys that were uh, probably the worst behavior was the best athletes? Yeah. We had this cat. I mean, he didn't even play with us my senior. This dude, Reese, that was nasty. Nasty. Probably was the best kid in the school, but, you know, his grades was fucking up. He ain't play. Yeah. Shit crazy. But that's how it was. You Memories. Know, yeah. My man Sharif was nasty too, but then Sharif had missed a couple games for grades. Ah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's you know how I go, bro. If, if you play sports, like if you play sports, so you had to be there before like third period is like 1030. What was it for y'all? Like, like you, could, you couldn't, that's the same thing for like game and practice. Like, you got there... Yeah, so if it's a Friday game, because, you know, I was down south, like, if you got there at the 10.30, you can play. So, 
the way our, our school schedule was, you had we like had this rotate. Unless you had a fucking note, of course. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. we had like this rotate the schedule. So you had four classes. Like basically, you had the A day and a B day, mm-hmm. and they would rotate. So you would only have four classes a day. Each class was an hour and a half. So after first period, you would get this 15 minute break before second period. Okay. You had to be there before second period because second period wasn't starting until like 9 45, 10 o'clock. Okay. So you had to, if not, you was marked absent. So cats, I always would finesse it, show up for first period, maybe show up for second period, and then you could dip. Um, but the, the crazy joint, and I got in trouble behind it too, that's a whole nother story. But a lot of cats I ran with, they figured out this scheme because in Germany, they wasn't doing fire drills. They used to do bomb threat drills. Oh, shit. So during that first, and, between that first and second period, cats would leave off the military base. Like, especially if you had your own whip, mm-hmm. cats would take the whip, drive somewhere off base, use the payphone call in a bomb threat, and the school be shut down for the whole day. So cats was notorious for doing that shit. If they ain't have like the homework assignment or they just wanted to dip from school, I'm no, called the like yeah, son, I'm dead ass, son. And and you would and you would know it was crazy because we always talk about the athletes, but you would know because the athletes would look out for each other. So if you knew somebody was gonna call in, Cat wouldn't even tell you. He'd be like, "Yo, just make sure you take your coat the next period." So that really let you know, like, "Oh, we going outside." So they call it in. Then next thing you know, the assistant principal going from class to class. He whispers something in the teacher ear, and then they try to keep you calm, like it's really a bomb and shit. But niggas already knew, like, oh, they called it. That shit happened I, around Columbine though. That that shit was crazy around Columbine. Yeah, time, that's what I'm saying. It ain't nothing to joke about, but yeah. we we was ignorant, bro. Yeah. So you do that shit, you boogie, they bring you out the building. Now they bring you out the building. You got thousands of students outside, so it's mass confusion. You know, the teacher, teacher always gonna hit you with the stay with your class. Yeah, right. But the moment we get outside and I see my man's over there, guess yeah. where I'm going? Right over, over there. there. Yep. Uh, Within 20 nice. minutes now, you mixed up in the shelf who you lost, you boogie. You just like, yo, we out. My yeah. man Sharif, like I said, Sharif was my best friend. Him and his brother was from Brooklyn. So his brother was a year older than us. His brother was already driving. So I would go meet up with Sharif, and he'd be like, yo, we're going to meet my brother over here. Get in the whip, be gone. And that's <laughs> it. It wasn't shit. I wasn't shit. I ain't going to front. I was ignorant than a motherfucker. <laughs> Those are good fucking times, man. We're going to get up out of here, man. Shooting the shit, shooting the shit. That was tired, man. Get your ass up, man. Right. Your man was taking a trap nap. Word. Tired. Them tired. Them fries got him. Them fries got him. (laughs) (laughs) Them fries got you, girl. (laughs) He like a little kid and shit. Them fries got him. He bought his head fucking rocking and shit. Pause. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Never fails. It never and fails, bro. In the episode, oh, he came out of his shoe. Listen, shooting the shit, shooting the shit, shooting the motherfucking shit. Born him out of the school, shoot and held in the street. Caught him coming out of the school and put some shells in the seat. I ride around with two guns, I'm well prepared for this shit. And I remind him that they losing every chance that I get. Kept on disrespecting the folks that everybody gon' pay. Every time we change up the game, they asking, how do you play? I heard they lighting candles for Cineo, Spider, and Zay. Bully your gang on Saratoga, ain't no hiding today. I might just slide through the tent. In the AM, boy, K, I could die with his gun. Just like they did, boy. Thought I was finished, they could run it, ain't no stopping the race.